Today on CXO Talk, we're speaking with Guillermo Diaz, who is the Senior Vice President of Customer Transformation for Cisco Systems. Guillermo, how are you? And thank you for being here on CXO Talk today. Michael, good to be here and good to see you again. Briefly, I think everybody knows about Cisco, but just give us the quick rundown and tell us about your role. Anytime you connect to the to any uh, any application over the network, you're pr pretty much connecting over a Cisco network. And as you can see behind me here, um, Cisco is uh, based on, we started from the city of San Francisco. I don't know if you know that, but that's what uh, Cisco is, is uh, based on. I'm an infrastructure, I'm a network guy at my core, and being able to really be the network person at the network company really gave me great insights and a great foundation to to do other things that I wanted to do and move closer to the business and business applications, really running most, if not all, of those applications, and then ultimately becoming the CIO at Cisco, uh, was which was my role previous to this for the last four years. Um, and now over the last few months, creating and crafting this role with Irving Tan, who's the chief operating officer here, because we just, we said, you know, hey, we, we've learned a lot of things. We haven't figured everything out, but we figured out a lot of things. And relative to transformation, we, are all, we have also transformed and we're transforming. We've booted up as a hardware company for th over 30 years. And now we're shifting to software. We're shifting to subscriptions, to SaaS operating models. And in that, we are shifting our models. We're shifting our technology. We're shifting our processes. And more importantly, we're shifting our culture. And we think about transformation, that cultural aspect, Michael, is really important. In effect, you're taking the lessons of transformation that Cisco has learned, and now you're helping and support customers with their tra transformation based on those lessons. I think the notion is, you know, is, you know, in IT, we're a technology company, so really the lessons learned from Cisco IT, but not just IT. That's, uh, we've built a great technology foundation. We have a world-class supply chain. And you know, we've transformed our supply chain using our own technologies and using shifting our processes and our culture. We have a world-class customer experience organization. We have uh, employee experience. We have a great procurement, uh, you know, world-class leading procurement organization. All of those things have shifted and moved toward our business objectives. So. Have, having moved those business processes, those business models, using our own technology is what we want to be able to do. So demystify this word of transformation, but do it in a way that takes our practical knowledge, packages that up into some actionable blueprints that we could share, and then you know work with our customers and even internally but do it in a way where we're also learning because we haven't figured out everything. 
there's things that our customers have figured out that we also want to incorporate. So part of the part of the, it's part of educating and and part learning. So it's almost like a 360 learning, uh, continuous learning process. I want to remind everybody we're speaking with Guillermo Diaz. He's responsible for customer transformation at Cisco. He is the former CIO of Cisco. And gee, when we talk about transformation, you you just described kind of kind of a very broad range. What do we really mean? What's a, maybe drill down on into that for us? So I described sort of what the charter is of our customer transformation, my, my role. And, you know, we, we, we struggled with that. You know, what do we name this organization? If we want to be able to go do that and, and help, you know, drive the, the digital narrative and, you know, demystify using our own practical knowledge. And, you know, we, talk, we talked about, well, are we evangelists or are we, what are we? We're actually, we're taking our own knowledge of, how we're transforming toward these new business models. Because I think the word transformation, if you ask 10 people, Michael, you'll get 30 different answers. So part of even demystifying the word of transformation, and it's about, are we, are we changing? Are we changing? Are we adding net new revenue? Are we adding net new business models? Are we shifting the mindset and the culture? And are we using digital technologies to do that? So it's how, how we've aligned to our strategy, shifting our business model, our operating model, and our technology, and really driving the gaps, that, you know, sh- sh- shrinking the gaps between that transformation and how we're helping our, our customers adopt those technologies. That's really interesting. So you say transformation is uh, includes business models, new revenue, changing the culture. So it's a very all-encompassing evolution of an organization, really, if you drill into all those pieces. You know, sometimes we refer to, tra- you know, we're, we're transforming our process. And basically, sometimes it's, yeah, we optimized it, but did we change it? Did we actually add a new revenue stream from it? And If the answer is no, then did we really transform or did we just optimize? So I think as we look at this, how how are we sort of shrinking the gap between that major change, the, the, the digital technologies that we're driving at Cisco and partnership with with our ecosystem partners? How are we putting together that technology foundation, that digital foundation, in order to help ourselves and help our customers meet their business outcomes and their objectives. So for you, uh, would it be accurate to say, based on what you've been describing, that revenue is the difference between transforming and merely, uh, I shouldn't say merely, but optimizing processes? I think there's revenue, new revenue streams. Um, for us, if you think about our models, we are we we have a number of, you know, software as a service platforms now. We have our Meraki platform. We have our our App Dynamics, which allows us to really dig into the application and the business process 
to get insights into running our organization, our, our operation much better. We have obviously our world-class WebEx, which allows us to collaborate and it's continually moving more toward a cognitive collaboration platform. So these are, these are all models that we have historically not, not had because we've been a hardware company. So bringing these together uh, shifting the mindset, shifting the revenue streams, the business model, and how we operate. And all of that sort of encapsulates the cultural shift. So transformation is also about, and probably more importantly, Michael, it's about the mindset shift. It's about the culture. You know, when I, when I ask this around the world, I get the chance to talk to many of, our, of my peers, of our peers in the CXO land. And I asked the question, what is your biggest impediment to driving transformation or change? And I asked for a word cloud. And the biggest word in that word cloud always comes up as culture. Why? Why is that? It's a mindset. It's, you know, if I, if I wake up every day and I do the same thing over and over again, am I changing? Did I, you know took a shower, I brushed my teeth, I combed my hair. I drove to work, does that, and I do that every single day. But did that change? Did I, did I, did I change? Now, if, I, if now we've, we've looked at, well, wait, there's a, there's a much simpler way to do that. And we can automate that. And we can get insights and analytics and data to take action and we are continually innovating. You know, how do we use that to continually innovate and continually improve? And ensuring that around that encapsulated is a security mindset. So all of those things is how do we continually drive a, a learning process to simplify, to you know, make things simpler and make things faster, but also at the same time ensuring they're secure. How is this different from change management? Because you spoke about the cultural aspects and the difficulty of uh, adapting to change and, and absorbing change. So how is that different from traditional change management? We may have moved to a new technology, but did we shift to you know, a, new, a, a new business model? Did we shift to a new revenue stream? Um, and I think that there's a, that, and, and that's one of the things that we all continually do in this role, Michael, is help to demystify that is what is the difference between traditional change management and transformation? And I think we're, we're also learning that as we go and as we work with our, with, with my peers and our customers to do this. I want to be able to incorporate that back in. I would say, you know, we haven't figured it all out yet, but I think traditional change management is, you know, it's changing more of the same and transformation is like really breaking through these new 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 business models, new streams. We have G a question from Twitter and Sal Rasa is asking, what's the link between this type of transformation and how does it affect customer experience? You know, the thing around customer experience 
and I'm and I and I'm I'm guessing that the the question is a broad industry question, uh, but I think you know really looking at what are your what are your north stars, what are you trying to accomplish, and us for us at Cisco as an example when um, Chuck Robbins became CEO, he said I want to really accomplish three things. I want to accelerate the pace of innovation. I want to, you know, really transform and showcase the power of the network. And we're and we're going to be shifting our business models to this more from from hardware-based mindset to a software-based mindset. And while we're doing that, we're going to build a culture around that. And we've, we've now used the term conscious culture. But those were the three things. And what, what I continually ask myself and ask the teams are, are, we, are you getting there with that? Are you actually driving toward that North Star? And are you then shifting our business model to drive the experience that our customers want? the customers, and the employees. So are our employees actually experiencing something better um, and more transformative and more digital than they have before? We have to ask that. And how are then, how does that translate into the, the, you know, the technologies that support that? So I think that that experience, I mean, at the end of the day, it, you have to be able to uh, provide the best experience possible to our customers and importantly to our employees because our employees are what make our customers productive and make them uh, you know make, uh, drive that big impact the one thing that i would say is while we're driving that customer experience or that great experience you know we have to drive a mindset of pervasive security is, you know, in every board conversation, it, if you're not talking about security and what you're doing to manage risk in your business, then you're, you're missing the boat. So it's about going faster. It's about driving that experience and doing it securely. I think that many organizations have trouble when they, when they try to take these concepts or the goals of transformation and customer experience, and then put it into practice. I mean, for example, you have compensation that's based on doing things the old way rather than the new way. And you have just habits. And so as you talk with customers and you see transformation inside Cisco, what are, how, how do you, how do you overcome this kind of inherent obstacles. It's inherent in almost every company, and especially in, as companies get larger, it gets even more difficult. That's, that's that going back to the question about change management versus transformation is, I think you could take your, your current set of processes and lift and shift them to new technologies, but you really didn't change anything. The change management is, okay, now we're using a new tool. Um, you know, a lot of times when I when I talk to folks, they're saying, "Well, we're going to we're going to move everything to the cloud," and they actually point up toward the clouds. And the the reality is, there is no there are no clouds up there. <laughs> the clouds that behind every cloud, there's a data center. 
right? And that data center might be owned by you, or it might be, you know, outsourced, or or it might be owned by the, the partner that you have moved moved your your applications out to. But the 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 challenge is is as if you do that, did you actually transform? Did you shift your business processes and the model that supports that? You know, we just we 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 just launched a major procurement platform. And one of the things that that we learned was it's not just about lifting and shifting the the old way we've always done it. We we have a broad ecosystem of of partners um, that supply our you know capabilities, and we needed to really rethink our whole method, our whole process, how we operate, even the skills, the talent that we are that we have in the organization to to really run that new uh, ecosystem so it's uh it's we we've learned a lot in that it's not just about lifting and shifting it's about how are we using that that those digital technologies but how are then we shifting our processes how is that model shifting and then how does that drive back to the experience question a world class a great experience for our employees, and ultimately for our partners and our customers. So how do you do that, make those changes, drive those kind of changes in, in, a, in a practical way? First, you have to, you know, sort of get smaller to go faster, I think. And, and we've used, um, you know, we've moved more and more toward an agile approach in how we deliver. You know, we used to call them two pizza teams, but then we found out that you know, some people eat two pizzas by themselves. So, um, but but we we really use more and more of an agile approach. You know, smaller teams, and then start to build up. You know, what is what are the key outcomes that we're trying to drive? Not just about the technologies, but where are the north stars, as I mentioned earlier? And then, how do you then drive the business model? How do you then shift our operating model and then the, and then you know the technologies that support that don't just move the old stuff over to the new platform because all you're going to do is make bad stuff go faster do you find that when you talk with customers that very often they're focused on not so much business transformation but oh let's buy a new tool as you were saying let's buy a new tool and that and now we've changed. We saw a lot of that with cloud. I think the cloud, you know, the that, and that's one of the things I think we can we're learning and we're demystifying is you know go back to the cloud analogy is like the cloud and pointing up to the ceiling. And what we've found is that some folks have said, you know what, I went too far, and I didn't really think through the implications on you know my procurement process my you know operating model and i didn't think through the talent that i needed uh to support that and the security around that so now there some some of some folks are rethinking and having to retool back to well let me go think about this from a hybrid perspective because you know my view is you know in the cloud you know there's there's this um myth that the data center will go away and it's like well 
I haven't seen that quite yet. And I, I actually think more of a hybrid approach will, will be the, the, the norm going forward. But I think a lot of times we, we start going into the buzzword of the day, like we even transformation, the buzzword of the day. What we're going to transform is like, well, what does that mean? And that's what we really want to continually clarify. Let's talk about cloud because it's such an important topic. And you, you, talk, you, you said that moving to the cloud requires a cultural shift and a mindset shift. So, so why is that? Because as you said, you know, cloud, okay, well, behind it, you said every behind every cloud is a data center, but users don't care where the data lives. And so what is the enterprise transformation part of that? Users don't care where the data lives until the data is compromised. And the data, they find that my data is not secure. And they find that, well, that application isn't uh, working as it should work. So the cloud is not just about an infrastructure move. It's about how do you use the, the power of the infrastructure, the digital infrastructure, but how do you think through your data? How do you, how do you ensure that that data is in a place that's secure? How do you ensure that that data is serving up those applications and those applications are easy to use? When I, when I get, get on my iPhone, you want to just press the button and it just works, right? If you press ang you know, Angry Birds and you can't get to it, you get angry. So, you know, that, and that goes back to the experience. It's like that is a great experience when things just work and when they don't, that, that's not good. But a lot of times we don't all, we don't always think about this the secure part of that. I want a great experience, but from my perspective, we also have to ensure that our users, our customers, that we're protecting their we're protecting them. We're protecting their data, and so you have to be thinking about cloud from all aspects of that, not just about them lifting and shifting applications. And that's what we've, I think, we're, we're starting to see more of is, let's architect for not just cloud, but cloud native. Start from sort of the, the experience down versus the infrastructure up. Please elaborate on that. That's a, that's a very interesting point. Start, you said, start not just from the, uh, the infrastructure, but start with I'll let I'll let you say. It. Well, start with it. What start with again going back to transformation. Start with the outcome. What are you trying to drive? What what is that? What do you want when someone comes to your application or someone comes to your uh, website? What what do you want to see? And if it's like for example in our case, if it's a commerce application, it has to be available. And we've shifted our commerce applications more and more toward cloud native, which means that, you know, we, we can't afford any downtime. So we, we have to ensure that we're architecting from the experience down, not just looking at, well, wait, what data center does it live in? It shouldn't, shouldn't matter. You're right. But we have to be thinking about that from application, from the data, from, you know, the insights that we get, and then ultimately the 
then you then we could talk about what what cloud does it live in? Does it live in my private cloud or does it live in a public cloud? Um, but but thinking about uh, that from the top down. So that's the piece that requires the the rethinking mindset. So it's not just approaching the problem that the, the 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 migration to cloud as being a technical solution, but rather from a business standpoint, what are you trying to achieve and how are you going to get there? Yeah, I think you start from uh, you know what is your your business north stars, but you also have to be thinking through, like I said, the security aspect of that. Um, but there's there's another and and how you operate. But there's the the other piece that I, you know, continually harp on, which is the talent and making sure that you're, you know, when you when we 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 use the term software defined everything. We want everything to be programmable. We want everything to be easy. But you also need to make sure that the 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 organization is prepared for that. You know, do you have, you know, like for me, I come from an infrastructure background. So I I learned my way on routers, right? Routers and switches. And I was a router hugger and I didn't want to let go of my router. But, you know, over time, you have to learn that, by the way, that router is part of an ecosystem that contains compute and storage and applications and security. And the more that you can drive that programmability and learn those concepts, the more valuable you are and um, and the more fun you have in your job, I think. So we have another question from Twitter. Gus Beckdash is asking the question, are you, so you're productizing your know-how and transformation to help other companies transform. And what's involved for them to drive excellence beyond beyond efficiency we're sharing our knowledge again but but as we as we're doing this you know as we th- we think about this transformation um, and we we educate uh, what we've learned we're also in reverse you know working with many of our customers who have, are our peers as well and we look at this as a a peer-to-peer, Conversation. So I'm so in in the role that I'm in, we're not in sales and we're not in services, but we're uh, we're an enabler of of that because you know the things that we are talking to customers about, you know whether it's you know data center, whether it's the transformation of the network, we're also doing inside, and the 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 more that we could share that our knowledge because we are customer zero. We can share our knowledge, but also learn, well, wait, the, this customer has that challenge and feed that back into requirements, help our own engineering teams, help our you know, supply chain teams, our services teams. So it's, a, it's sort of a, a, a 360. I think the one thing which is, I, I believe what the question is getting after is, and this is, a, this is something that we're, we're really digging into is if I see a blueprint, okay, now how do I take that as a customer and what do I do on Monday? What does what are the five what are the steps that I have to take? And those are the those those are the blueprints that we're starting to establish. And what we'll be able to do then is help as much as we can 
and then have strong APIs to other parts of our organization to be able to take that, like for our example, our services organization called Customer Experience or CX. You know, if we can package that up and then hand that through a strong API to CX, then they could carry that over and help you get through steps one through five. So the blueprints then are the practical guidelines for, okay, you've been to a workshop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're the practical guidelines for, for what we've learned. And, you know, we, we, we do have, we, you know, and, and how that has transformed our own organization, our own business model and our own outcomes. Um, and we, we, we want to be able to share that as much as we can. Let's shift gears slightly. You have a long history of being involved with IT, including being CIO. And so let's talk about the where, where can CIOs, if you were advising your customers, for example, where can CIOs fit into this process of business transformation that we've been talking about? The business transformation, digital transformation, you know, I have a strong belief that, you know, the CIO role continually moves to becoming more of that business leader. And, um, you know, being at the table, being strategic, you know, helping really, you know, translate between what are those outcomes and then the, the, the digital technologies that support that. Um, I think the that translator role, the orchestrator, um, is, is, is the CIO. And um, because technology is foundational to every company. I don't care who you are. You're, you know, I talk to my peers in oil and gas, uh, in retail, in, uh, in technology. Technology, the digital foundation is foundation. It's the foundation. And the more that we could influence up the stack toward the CXO, toward the CEO, the CEO can experience that value. So we want to be able to influence value and they want to be able to experience that value. And I think the CIO role is the, is that translator and that orchestrator to be able to drive business transformation. Do you have any advice? Again, I realize you're not, you're not a CIO, but you've, you've had that experience. Any advice again, in general for, for CIOs to, to become that translator or that orchestrator? Well, I think it goes back to, um, you know, you also have to be the inspiration for your team. You have to be able to show that I'm also changing. I'm also learning new things. I'm, you know, if, if, you know, if I understood those North stars, how can I also, you know, what, what skills do I have to learn? So you, you talk about the organization shifting. You also have to be able to shift. You also have to be able to learn uh, up into the business uh, layer. What are those outcomes? How do you define an outcome? And then how do you then bring those, you know, those two things together, shrink the gap between the transformation and the adoption. And, but I think strong, I have a strong belief that you need to be the example. In, in Spanish, 
Um, I have a hashtag, Michael, called ejemplo. Ejemplo is example. And what I always say is find the examples that you want to be like. Be the example and then show the examples. Show the examples of, of how you've actually shrunk the, the, you know, made that gap smaller. So hashtag ejemplo or hashtag example Find the examples that you, the North Stars, show, be the example, and then show examples of that. Now, you mentioned that the word adoption, and we often think about adoption as adopting technology, but when it comes to transformation and innovation, is it also fair to say that what we're fundamentally talking about is adopting this new mindset? I think for us, um, in our charter, so there are, uh, the customer transformation charter, again, we're not in sales, but we're plugged very closely into sales. Um, we're not in services or customer experience, uh, which is the organization inside of Cisco, but we're very tightly connected there. But what we are is the um, is we we bring the the knowledge we bring the practic, practical learnings, and we say we we're, we're going to be able to demystify through the digital narrative, to drive the blueprints and to get the three sixty feedback. But the way I think we get measured is by helping ourselves as customer zero and helping our major customers adopt the the the, dig, the digital capabilities and the digital technologies that we're producing. Because when we can help them adopt, then we're really driving customer success. And that adoption, I think, is, is one of the key things that I know that we're going to be, we're, we're, we're going to be working with sales in, in our service organization, but we have to drive the adoption. In the software world, adoption is key. Adoption is critical to customer success, and those motions is uh, th those uh, those plays and the emotions are what we're after. But it's I think adoption is going to be a key uh, metric for us. Gee, as we finish up, you're talking with lots of customers. You're becoming kind of a repository for for lessons and customer experiences. What advice do you have for customers who are looking, whether it's Cisco customers or anybody's customers, what advice do you have for organizations who want to drive change to go beyond efficiency? And it's such a, it's such a hard and very daunting task. I want to try to get back to, you know, the frame. And the frame, you could think about it from, yeah, I'm going to go, you know, to the cloud or I'm going to go, you know, do, do mobile first, but you know, you ask yourself why, why am I doing that? I think the first, first thing to do is ask yourself, why am I doing this for the company? What are those North stars, you know, and really lay those out. Then, then how are those translating into the outcomes and maybe their specific outcomes that I need to be able to um, you know, shift and, and drive the change? What are those practical sort of roadmaps that we have to go after? And then, 
you know, those are going to then drive what what technologies, what clouds do I use? But I think you you start with why, why am why am I here? You know, what I like to do is make sure that it's not just about I'm coming in every day and I'm building code, or I'm putting in a new data center or a new cloud. It's like, but why am I doing it? You know, I want every everyone to understand that inside of Cisco, um, you know, we 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 say we're our first and best customer. Actually, we talk about being customer zero, using the same things that we're talking to our customers about. That's what we want to be able to do. And sometimes we learn from that. And we, you know, sometimes the, the, it doesn't work exactly as we wanted to the first time. But then you ask yourself, well, how, how is that going to get to our outcome? So I think you start with why you drive it through, you know, really understand that how it drives to the strategy, the business model, the operating model, and then the technology foundation. And if you can help thread that through as a CIO, translate that or orchestrate that. And then as a customer, you know, our customers are CIOs, our leaders of IT, our infrastructure leaders. Um, you know, we want to move IT from the back office, continually move IT from the back office to the boardroom. And that's, I think, what we're, what I would, what I would say. We're almost out of time, but this question of why, why does, is that this so hard for many organizations? Because it seems to me, if you answer the question why in the right way, just as you were describing it, then the, then the follow-on questions of how do we align the activities to our strategy are difficult, but they're within the realm of the known difficulties that we can that we can manage but the why question seems the really hard one it seems easy but it's it is one is you know that's when you can answer that and you can show the you know not just the you know oh, yeah we we moved to a new cloud or what have you but yeah we shifted our whole operating model and our culture the mindset is different and we're operating different and you know, we boot up differently. We are not, we don't boot up like a, you know, you know, every day, like just the hardware company. Yes, hardware is going to be key to our business, but, but also we think about software and, and that's a mindset shift. And, and we have to continually ask why am I go back to the three things I mentioned, like when Chuck laid out the, the three North stars, our business model changed and it is changing. We had just announced our earnings, and we can show that. The, we show the power of the network because our, we've, you know, we launched a, a brand new product line that is software-driven, that is, that, that is subscription-based. And that we've, we had to shift not only the, the actual product to software, but how we, how we built it, how we operate it. And the skills that we need to do that. And then the, the last piece about driving innovation, we rolled that product line out in record time. And it's been the fastest growing product line in our history. So we could go back and actually say, yes, the pace of innovation has dramatically increased because of the, the culture change, 
the operating model change, and the technology change. Yes, we are showing the power of the network because we're, we're not only using it, but we've enabled it and we've rolled it out in record time. And it is a new, it is a new business model and we're gaining net new revenue. We're gaining net new subscription models. And then you go, oh, that's why. That's why we did it, right? All right, so the ultimate then, the ultimate test is to look over a period of time, the metric becomes the, the, the business results. Those business results we laid out at the beginning, downstream, we need to look back and see, okay, have these activities accomplished those goals? I think it's the business results, but I also think, do people want to be there? Do, do is the culture shifting? We went, you know, we've just, uh, you know, in the last few months, we were, you know, the, the, the um, we've moved from like number 87 uh, in the best places to work in the United States to number six, right? If you go around the world, uh, about 18 different countries were the number one place to work. And so it's now you start to see not, not only the business results, but the cultural shift as well. And where, where, you know, the, the, our folks want to be. Fantastic. A very nuanced discussion of, cult, of business transformation and culture transformation and customer transformation. Guillermo Diaz, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Thank you, Michael. Good, always good to see you. And likewise, you've been watching Guillermo Diaz. He's the Senior Vice President of Customer Transformation at Cisco. Very interesting discussion. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and please hit the subscribe button at the top of our website and subscribe to our newsletter as well. Thanks so much, everybody. I hope you have a great day and we'll see you back next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>